I want to thank you guys for coming to my podcast today. I'm so excited to have you. Awesome. That is a great way to start. So <laughs> my name is Dalton. Uh, today I'm here with my co-host, Charlie. And yes. this is an excellent, awkward beginning to the next episode of Nerds with a Creative Podcast. So introduce yourself. Uh, yes, my name is David Illage. I'm the man who raised uh, Dalton here. Mm. That's true. In, in in some ways, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not fully single handedly, but there was a fair amount of raising right, that yes. was done in my in my yes. childhood. You are completely devoid of any of my genetic material. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At least within your DNA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, what brings you here today? Um, well, you know, as it was a text, I think about two, maybe three weeks ago, I said, "Hey." I'm, we're running out of guests on the podcast. Do you want to help a brother out? I was like, I guess. I'm not doing anything else this afternoon. Mm. It's fair. It's fair. We've sort of built up to David, though, right? Like, oh, I want to say sure. the first like three or four episodes, <laughs> every single one, like David was mentioned. Not oh, by yeah. Name, I, I actually was like, counting, yeah. But like, we know this guy who is this way and does this thing, and now he's finally here. I was shouted out by name, I think, in the first episode. Were you? Yeah, yeah okay. for sure. When well, Dalton, I regret Dal- doing that. We Dalton should have built did his, up the mystery. Dalton did his um, uh, movie maker is better than uh, <laughs> premiere thing. Yeah. yeah. What a legendary night. Yeah. So a little bit of context to where, where this all began, how we got here today. I, uh, I, I discussed before that a pivotal part of my film career came from uh, the youth group that I was a part of. And... Um, David was my leader through all of that. In fact, a uh, very pivotal moment before all of that that I don't think we talked about on the podcast was the time we had an incredible thing put together by by good old good old Cameron. It was mm. called the Middle School Production Team, oh. uh, where we would get together. It happened like three or four, not a lot. Yeah, times. I mean, I have very little memory of it. <laughs> and we basically would show up. Cameron, I didn't know this existed. Cameron so. would show up with like a T2I and we would film just commercials for these events that we were doing. Nice. And I really had no involvement there besides being an extra, but it just really interested me that it was a thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. And that was around the time that David started being my leader, and uh, we started talking about all that stuff, because I was like, this guy knows the most video stuff out of anyone that I know. And what, what a, lo- what a what? low bar. <laughs> yeah, what? I've been so far surpassed, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, I thought you were just cracked because you knew how to use Premiere. <laughs> and I was over here on the Movie Maker grind. So I was like, all right, whatever. Yep. This dude's way over my head. Um, but yeah, no. So I... Uh, I can't still edit. <laughs> Perfect. And you do once a year. <laughs> yeah. If I'm forced to. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Um, so yeah, we, we we brought you on here because Ed, you're, you're a pivotal part to... What what made this exist? Yeah. And uh, you know, we just wanted to talk about some stuff. I live with him. Yeah, he's oh often, yes, he's one of the yeah. terminal. I pee terminally in the single. same place that he pees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so. one of the other terminally single I members assume. of your apartment. I'm never going to allow you to speak to any girl before me from now on because <laughs> I will do my own introductions. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny why why we're thinking about all that stuff. I think the um, as far as like for my video production history goes it does go back a little farther and it was uh when i was in either middle school early high school or whatever we took uh phones 
that were just between like the T9 era and when flip phones were like blowing people's minds, mm-hmm. um, we had just like a regular like flat phone like this, but bigger. And then we would record and we would like make cuts on it. So we would record, pause the phone, mm-hmm. and then like, you know, start shooting the next shot. So we could only do it in sequence, right? Yeah. And there was one where we have uh, Drake Raven. Mm-hmm. He, uh, there's the two beds, like we've all been in. I've, like, the s- two I've bed. seen this. Yeah. Oh, you seen the video? No, yeah, it yeah. blew my mind back in the day. We so it's like the two beds like set up like in a hotel, right? And there's mm-hmm. a space in the middle, and I'm sitting on the floor in the middle, and Drake jumps over me, and then we pause the camera, so he's like, of course, in midair, and so I, I'm like, all right, ready? I take a a vault bottle. You remember the energy drink vault? Yes. I don't know if it's still a thing or not. I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So I'm 30. And um, <laughs> I, I throw it up in the air, and we unpause it, and movie magic happens, like, for the first time in my life, yeah. where, like, Drake turns into a vault bottle, and I, oh, wait, the story doesn't work. So I uncork it, and I go, Mountain Dew. <laughs> Dew the Dew. It was a Mountain Dew bottle. I forgot. We made another one that was centered around a vault bottle that was either a superhero or a serial killer, and I can't remember which. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is so wild. So because of that, I, I was when I was like, yeah, I'm going to make videos. And so I met Cameron, and I started helping making videos and stuff. And I even have, like, a, a Boris Yaplowski character in that universe. Oh, man. So. I Hashtag bring back Boris. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my uh, – a story I feel like we have to talk about here mm-hmm. is um, one of the things that made me so interested in this video world and uh, just gave me some – perspective on it we would do these retreats every year and we would do these video competitions i don't know whose original idea it was probably was cameron's, cameron's. Was yeah. okay and each group would have you know this is when camera phones are becoming a thing and so each group has their leader has a, has a phone and y'all all do like a skit and each each group would show their video and we would all vote on who had the best video and it was a really big thing that like Years and years went by, and each year the hype kind of grew a little bit more. And it was a thing when I was first in middle school, and then it kind of fell off for a few years. Mm -hmm. We didn't do it. And then it came back when I was in high school. And when it came back, it was like the greatest thing in the world because I was like, oh, yes, I didn't fit in or feel like super appreciated in this group most of my my life here. And now this is my time Mm -hmm. to shine shine and show them (laughs) Who they've been dealing with this whole time? Uh-huh. Well, have we have we talked about that last one on the podcast yet? I don't think we have that moment of like of sheer terror. That yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I'm we need so to talk about that one too. That's what. We'll that's what, I'm, yeah. that's what I'm getting to. So we, I had been doing these for years, and we had never won. And through this, I'm like slowly like. Well, wait a sec. We never won. No. 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 And I I know for a fact because I kept going. How do they not like win? I'm about to say because I I do me as a leader. I have a bunch of wins. Yeah. Y- y'all's group didn't though. That's, I, that's wild. I remember the year where you guys here or something. Oh, wow. you did a video like roasting one of your other kids named Riley, and I just remember <laughs> being, like, <laughs> that one was awesome. <laughs> they are all funnier than this though. Like, why are they not doing something way funnier than yeah. this? So, that one, yeah, that one didn't go well. So, yeah, <laughs> I just remember all these years, I was either too young and not into video production, mm-hmm. or I – something that would happen, all the, I'd want to bring my camera to these retreats yeah. or something, and my parents would be like, no, go be a kid, and I would be really mad about it. And so, finally, the last 
it's like the last year mm. i had like a fully established production company at this point i had all of my gear with me and i was like you know what i'm i'm gonna do it i was like this is senior year i was like we've got to win this thing and i specifically remember sitting you down before the weekend and being like i promise we're leaving this weekend <laughs> and i was like you took it so seriously i did and yeah. so we i don't was the plot your idea Probably because it was big when it when we did that because I was my character was based on Pennywise. Right. Yeah. So and so that was also like without getting too much into to background health issues. You right. you you were more mobile that year than you had been in a while. Yes. That's and true. I remember watching and thinking like David's just trying to show off the fact he can do a cartwheel now. <laughs> yeah. But right. Like, yeah. He can like I jump like, into. I a climbed. Lane. I I right. I got. Well, I won't spoil the winning shot because I yeah. think we need to summarize the videos right. for the story. But um, yeah. Yeah, and so we, we started in this idea. I'm like, all right, I've got this camera. And at the time, something that had happened was my main camera I'd been using for like five mm. years, it had died, just went belly up. Mm. And this was right before I went all in and bought uh, my A7. Mm. Um, so in, in this little window, I was borrowing one of my friend's old cameras. It was like a T4i or something like that. And he had always used external audio in his videos. Mm just always a thing. And so he had his Canon default mic disabled in the settings. Every other shoot I'd been on, I had also been using external audio, so I hadn't noticed that at all. So we go through this whole day. We're like, we're smack talking all the other groups. We're like, we've won. We got yeah. all the shots. I remember directly saying to you, you need to like, you need to stay calm because you never know when you're going to get humbled. And so uh -huh. we get through all of this, and I'm like, this is it. I, like, it's easy. The edit, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to throw these <laughs> clips all together, and it's going to be over. All the guys go to bed. I'm sitting there by myself. Mm. I put all the files I'm in. also here because I'm editing every other group. And Riley now. was there as well. Well, no, Riley no, wasn't Ry here. Riley he, he came in, in later. Dalton okay, went okay. and got Riley after this happened. Yeah. So I, I open it. I put all the clips in. I was like, that's weird. Premiere's... You know, it's a glitch because I don't hear any sound. There's, there's no audio files. And I put in one of the other group's videos, and I'm like, okay, no, their audio works. And I go in the camera settings, and I see scratch audio disabled. Mm. And I realize all of these clips, no audio. And I'm not going to lie. My immediate reaction, I, I cried. I literally did. I, uh, yeah, I would have. My perspective on that, though, is I, I wasn't directly facing Dalton. I was next to him. And I was working on my stuff, and I heard, you know, Dalton doing a normal, like, workflow, like, click, click. Uh -huh, right. And then I heard, click, 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 and then nothing, like, for a while. And then I look over, and Dalton's head is down. I was like, what? What's wrong? And he was like, it's not there. None of the audio is there. And I was like, ah, do I say I told you so right now? Probably not. <laughs> it was one of the biggest upsets in my entire career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. I've uh, never seen. I remember, I mean, I remember like when you told me in the morning what had happened. Not to skip ahead, but I'm not going to. But when you told me what had happened, I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you had to get to the next part of the story so fast. So, yeah. So, no, actually, that's not how that unfolded. Uh -huh. I just don't think you remember it. it so, the wild thing that happened when I realized this, like, I've been doing video stuff for years at this point. I've worked with big companies. I've had a lot of mess ups on set. I've had files corrupt. Yeah. This video is of the utmost importance <laughs> to me. It's like the it's biggest. It's more important than all of them. Even I have the video on my phone still. <laughs> yeah. Even though realistically, it's probably one of the most insignificant 
projects. But it's it's so it was entwined in like me. a moment in your life, though. Yeah, like, it's so nostalgic. How dare you so, like, say that's in- insignificant? I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Comp- uh, objectively, it is, but personally, yeah. like, no, of yeah. course it's yeah. not. No, yeah, like it's yeah. yeah I understand. Yeah. And so I I realized this at about one o'clock in the morning because yeah. I think I had already edited like one other group's video before I started on ours, uh-huh. and so. I walk, but I realize I basically have this mental breakdown. I like, I get up, I start, I throw things around the room. I walk outside. I go take a couple of laps around the camp. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I was like, you know what? I got to break the news to David. And you guys were not quite asleep yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. I, in my memory, I was zonked. <laughs> well, you might have been. I don't know. I walked in there and I was like, hey, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but the video is kind of screwed because we don't have any audio on any of the clips. Yeah. And <laughs> the wildest like movie moment, you like sit on like the edge of the bunk and you just go. <laughs> 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 oh. Okay. That, and then yeah, that sounds all, like me. all I said, all I said was, I don't know how, but I'm going to make this right. <laughs> and you just in like frustration, like you've just lost all hope. You were like, okay, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and then you just laid in bed, <laughs> and I looked over. Okay. I looked over at Riley, and I was like, "I need your help." Yeah. Okay. And, okay. And so we then go back to the room and start figuring out how we're going to do this. And eventually, we started. Um, we did almost this office style interview. Yeah. That was not like, every interview thing is the office, but okay. the specific style that we did. It was it a in. documentary. Is a mockumentary thing. Yes, but yeah. we did it in that style because. I think me and Riley had both recently started watching that show, so yeah. it was heavily inspiring <laughs> what a, we were doing. It's a glorious conglomeration of it and The Office. <laughs> <laughs> and and so we do that. We have him narrate the story, but it still kind of feels, eh, it's not quite there. It's just, it feels corny and like it's been thrown together. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? <sighs> we got to have some sound effects. <laughs> and yeah. I start Googling some sound effects, and on the terrible camp Wi-Fi, we're not downloading anything. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, you know what? We got to make some. Riley makes them all. And so me, Charlie, I was going to say, Riley I helped. My, my voice that. is in that video. Awesome. I made, do scream at one point. We made so many sound effects. So like I specifically. I remember the specific one that I think Riley does where he's like. <laughs> 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 yeah. So we would just watch it and voice over it all on like an iPhone. Yeah. And so there was one point that like. I specifically remember it was like 3.30 in the morning. Mm. Everyone's been asleep for hours. Yeah, I, you were running through the grass in the shot. So I run outside uh-huh. to the lawn behind <laughs> all of the, the cabins. Uh-huh. I hold my phone down to the grass, and I just start running. Okay, cool. And I'm just running, holding my phone. It yeah. looks insane. And uh, one, of, one of the other girls that was in my grade, she's like walking to like the bathroom cabin, uh-huh. and she just – Stops and looks <laughs> over because this had to be two, three in the morning. No, oh, three, yeah, three thirty. Yeah, I specifically what was she doing up? I like walk into the bathroom. All cabin. right, yeah, I guess yeah. I remember the, the train car cabin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so That's she's right. like walking this way, and she just stops, and then she just go, just looks at me out in the middle of this field, running in a circle. <laughs> I look up, <laughs> and I just kind of hit like a. And then I go right back to what right I, back to work, right back to <laughs> yeah. it. And so like we we got so specific to it. We like ran to like we do like door slams. Yeah. Um, there was a whole part where it was supposed to be a crowd screaming. And so me, Charlie, and Riley sit in my car. We put the phone in the middle, 
and we all we individually yelled. We did like a group ah, yell, like group yeah. yells, yeah, uh, just like gang vocals. And so like in that project file, which I still have somewhere, oh, yeah. the the video track was like one track, <laughs> oh, two yeah. track, and then the audio is just like yeah, like there's I think at one point there were like sixteen audio tracks on that project Woof, file, yeah. Um, I put that many on a video before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, it was so insane. And so we were like, you know what? I was like, I'm happy with this. I finished it at like six in the morning. There's a there's a Snapchat video somewhere of me and Riley hitting like enter on the render button oh, and just geez. being like, <laughs> and Freeze so frame. I it was one of those where I poured everything I yeah. had into it. But I still wasn't necessarily confident. I wasn't sure what yeah. the other groups were bringing because he had taken the videos that he hadn't finished editing, and he had gone gone home with them. Right, because right. it was editing. only half an hour away, and I wanted my own bed. Yeah. yeah, and so I was like, I'm not. I don't know what I'm up against. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no scope of if this is gonna be. Well, good I think or that was not. the first year that I had run the competition too. So I remember like that next day though, like when you guys did wins. Spoiler alert, you guys won. Yeah. I remember, like, almost being, like, defensive of you guys of, like, look, I know Dalton does this, but, like, I promise you he worked harder than any of you. (laughs) Oh, and I remember people were mad that I was, like, not disqualified from the beginning. There were people that were were pressed. They were like, he shouldn't be allowed to do this. Tough. (laughs) 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 We were taking that thing home one way or another. This is his moment. He does this every (laughs) day, and this is his moment. He gets the benefit from it. Like. It was so funny though, but like that was one of my proudest moments because like I'm sitting there, I'm kind of confident, not yeah. really confident. I don't know, mm-hmm. and I remember like a couple of the other leaders being like, "Okay, this was really good," but yeah. I was like, "I don't know." And so I was sitting there, and I was like, "A specific <laughs> comment I got was that I, you play a really good creepy person." <laughs> <laughs> and so we're sitting there. I'm like, he goes to call it, and then he says it, and I'm like. and we all go up there and it was like definitely like my peaked in high school moment was right there yeah like that was that was it yeah that was incredible well it's it's funny because like i think like the iconic shot of it too like the lord provided because it was uh recorded on a different camera that did have audio so we had original audio for the last shot right it was a a gopro the most important shot yeah yeah the climax uh, the climax of the film where my Adopted son, <laughs> basically. Um, another one of the boys. I yes. need a name for you guys. Um, uh, he uh, tackles me into the lake. Right. And then we all go down into the lake. And then he slow-mo rises out of the lake <laughs> with the Rocky theme. Yeah. And I'm nowhere to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, so an, another backstory moment of this that I don't think has really gotten shared before yeah. is I didn't realize the GoPro had audio. Because uh, I – when you know, when you're editing oh, right. Premiere, sometimes – When sometime, we were filming. Well, no. Sometimes when you drag and drop your clips in Premiere, you just drag the video. Right. And so I'm not. I'm assuming all the audio is shot. So I just start oh, dragging, okay. dragging it in gotcha. clip only. And so me and Riley get to that point, and we can't find any splash effects online or anything like that. And finally, he just like <laughs> Riley's just like, "All right, I'll do it." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like fully prepared at. Five something in the Riley morning to go jump in the lake. He was such a true friend. Because yeah, what we did was we threw a rock in the water to try and get this, <laughs> but it just didn't sound right. right it no, didn't sound the same at all. He's like, he's like, I'll do it. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, the GoPro. Yeah. And then we went back and then we found it, and I was like, okay, perfect. We'll use this. It's not the greatest audio, but it's something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's the story of how uh, that was just my my peaked in high school moment, mm. honestly. 
It uh, was yeah, it was beautiful. That was also it. I I had a moment not when I moved in with David not long ago when we went through like that box of stuff you have and you still have the terrible Yes. I made it was the I was the first time I had taken over, so I wanted it to be like an award show and I just spray painted these plates gold. On, paper ta- plates, ta- paper, yeah. paper picnic taped plates. Taped them onto paint sticks that I also spray painted gold, and then wrote like first place or whatever. And you, I was like, I just hope people don't throw this away in front of me. And so when I saw that you still had it, like four or five years later, I was like, oh, yeah. that's a good feeling. That's a good moment. Yeah, such a wild time in life. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's a a wild moment that uh, that happened. That was my. T- Jeez. Can I just yeah. say as a side note, though, um, like, I feel like the people who complained about, like, you having knowledge about this would regret <laughs> that now, because now that, like, in the youth group, no one has knowledge of that, <laughs> all of the videos are so much worse, and it's like, I miss the days if there was one golden gym amongst the rough. I, I don't remember if I've told you this, but I I gave you, like, a standing bet a few years ago, and I said, uh, if there's one year that you, I, I gave this to you that first year. I said, if there's one year that you get all horizontal videos, I will give you like 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were so close this past year. We were so dang. close. Because it was one shot yes. in one video. But yeah. Because y'all get up there with the microphone, you're like, shoot horizontal. If you shoot portrait, you will not win. Like, do not do it this. It sucks. And there's always Somebody one yeah. clip. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we, we just, we really take that l- video competition to the next level. I mean, we, yeah. we, we have another friend who blew out a clutch in his car yeah. for a video. He's over and, there. Uh, yeah. Studio audience. It um, didn't win. And didn't win. Oh man. That's right. What a bummer. He got an award though. He did. <laughs> yeah. That's what mattered. Um, Best burnout. Yeah. You yeah. want to go for a Freddy. That's the, that's the big thing. Um, but yeah, so uh, well, uh, so I think we have spent like just about enough time oh, on the history, but, for sure. but I want to uh, say that I do intersect with Charlie in a different way. It is those Christmas videos that we always did, oh, where oh, I slowly, yeah. slowly work my way fr- up from like lines in a background to being a yeah, you main and, character. You and, you and Dalton both progressed in your involvement. At, yeah. at, I, I want to say the same pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah and we I'm, sa- I'm saving when we, when it gets to Christmas. I want to do a big. Let's all a big po- yeah. like yeah like podcast like, yes like watch <laughs> them talk oh about yes. how terrible they are in hindsight oh man yeah but also how fun it was yeah yeah so I'm excited for that um, we're also trying to to ramp up uh, YouTube stuff very very shortly yeah. here so yeah I mean I was looking at the podcast on there earlier I didn't know you were on there yeah well I want to ramp up more YouTube style videos so like when we do that um, rather than a podcast episode I think it would be dope to do a YouTube video where we're sitting there actually reacting to the videos <laughs> I have to made. like I have to emotionally like mentally prepare oh my myself gosh. for that yeah obviously yeah, we'll, we'll have to move into the new studio before we do that because I want to get a good setup where we've got like a TV where we can all sit here around our mics and actually react to stuff mm-hmm. I think that'll be when that when that does come I will comfortably be able to make myself make fun of myself for like four out of the five years and then the fifth year i have to like i have to mentally prepare myself i have to like make peace with who i was (laughs) and who i am (laughs) oh man that was a journey no it was for sure yeah so why am i on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) um because i I wanted you you to be here yeah 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 i get that but like you guys have had like 
a, a, clo- a guy who started a clothing brand, right? Mm-hmm. You have uh, Swayze on here. Oh. The you, same person. <laughs> n- wait, no, for real? No, I was talking about someone no, else. No, you're oh, talking, you're about, talking Eli. about Eli. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah Eli. But the, both those things could be Swayze. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Sway- Swayze could be Swayze, well, and he could be both <laughs> clothes Divine, guy. Divine Outcast. Yeah. <laughs> Point being, I'm not Swayze, so, you know, yeah. why should people click on this? Uh, so yeah. few people are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to hurt your numbers this early in the game. No, nah, it's okay. <laughs> we don't have many numbers to hurt. Uh, this is true, yeah. um, but no. David's just a an interesting interesting person. Uh, he, I I don't. Sorry, brain fart. I <laughs> I got really. I'm like that homeless dude that they're like, you got a really good voice. You should be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's like you got a uh, you, you got, got a, a, fa- face, a face for radio, for radio. <laughs> <laughs> which I do not. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I probably, I don't zoom in too close because I definitely have meat in my teeth. But anyway. Dude's filled with all the confidence in the world. And I have grease on my pants from where I dropped said meat. I had to toss some of it out on the road. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did uh, you actually? Yeah. I wasn't going to eat it after it was you on You have a weird floor. history of throwing things out on the road. Is oh, do you know about the other practice? one? <laughs> yeah, I know about the other one. We don't have to talk about that. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, that's for your Patreon supporters only. <laughs> yeah, along with the story of me throwing a banana out the window that oh. we're also not going to talk don't about. Don't throw things out of cars. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, right. So, I, I want I to structure, I wanted to structure the podcast a little bit because with some, some people, like the first few episodes, obviously, we can just kind of get on here with no questions and just talk and talk for mm-hmm. hours about whatever yep. and it goes naturally but also i i want this to be a more less of just chopping it up and mm. which i mean obviously i want that to happen to yeah. some extent but i want it to be a, a equal balance of chopping it up informative mm. um all kinds of stuff like that yeah and so i think we wanted to bring you on here and we were t- we kind of discussed previously mm-hmm. that we wanted to talk about like a little bit of the the concept uh, of creativity mm-hmm as a whole yeah um we're getting weirdly philosophical on oh, this one. dude you have no Buckle idea up. i've got straight i'm gonna start talking about aristotle up in here <laughs> but yeah and so that's a i mean this is a creative podcast and i feel like a lot of it's these in the name it is in the name and i feel like a lot of these first episodes well they have been good they've just been us kind of reminiscing on stories which mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that i just think it would be dope to dive into talking about just the nature of creativity mm-hmm. and stuff as a whole so i want to kind of ask y'all when you think creativity what uh when you hear that word what's the first thing that kind of comes to your mind like what does that word necessarily mean to you? i'm gonna make you go first charlie because what? once i You're start guess yeah well yeah because i'm gonna finish i'm, I'm but gonna, i have no, a bunch to say i'm on gonna this. defer actually to you okay because i think whatever you say i'm likely going to agree with because okay. we've had many of these conversations we have before. yeah so one time me and charlie talked about superman and goku in yes. the car for like an hour and a half yeah. and <laughs> it, it it definitely got into the nature of stories and how that's evolved yeah the va- and change. like the value of that to humanity which of course so. i would love to talk about but i think whatever you say i'm going to agree yeah with. i mean we, I, we don't disagree on much so just, there just go um so uh i hear you say it a lot actually in the podcast is like there are no new ideas right right mm. and so i think that creativity is something that is like um we overcomplicate a lot of times mm-hmm. like uh let's say uh you want to make a new TV show or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're you're the creators of like Avatar: The Last Airbender, or, or Ooh, producers yeah. or something. I don't remember. Anyway, Love those guys. you're like, well, let's make a new show. But what are we gonna do? 
let's take an old thing and then make it new. Yeah. And so we got that awesome Voltron series, which mm. I love. It's creative. Um, yeah. So you can do the same thing with anything. Uh, the, the funny example I gave Dalton, which would be awful to do in real life, is like, I want to make a new sport. Let's take two things I already know. Like, I'm going to take tennis, we'll take basketball, and we're going to hit, like, <laughs> ra- use rackets to hit balls in the Absolutely. hoops. Absolutely. It sounds like a nightmare, and I definitely don't want to get hit in the eye by one of those things. Which, which like, when you... Re- all of those ideas as well mm. are stemming from super right. far back original right, ideas right. that really just, I mean, start with the original idea mm. of a circle. Yeah. Because, like, you have, like, a ball, you have a hoop or whatever, mm. and a lot of the sports are just various different combinations yeah. of those few things. Um, and it's, you can kind of see where that idea is a former of two ideas. Like where someone said, let's take Zorro and cats. And then we have Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's all creativity is, is like taking this and that and mashing them together. Right. right. Um, people tend to overcomplicate that just cause we tend to think of, um, creativity as like some dude who, just has this ability to reach out and take ideas out of the ether when it's a little bit more of a macgyver scenario where you where when you're like all right i have a problem a creative problem Mm -hmm. that i want to solve and you just look at what mental materials you already have yeah and then Mm -hmm. that's how you create Mm -hmm. yeah like even this podcast for example while this podcast is a creative podcast or whatever like Mm -hmm. you said it was a a problem solution scenario and Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of things you can dig deep and find problem scenario like for me it was a I wanted a way to talk about this stuff. I wanted people who came up the way I came up to have resources and yeah. have stories where they know that, you know, hey, at the end of the day, it's going to be okay. You can do this. Yeah. Um, also, right. you know, yeah, right. and the salute, and also my... Sal- That's huge. BT dubs, by the way, just mm. uh, for those of you who are not hip to the lingo. I um, <laughs> It's me. I'm not hip to the lingo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 30. Um, I... Uh, I poured into you a lot. Spoiler alert. I mean, I don't know how much of the history exactly came through. I've been a leader for Dalton for uh, since, gosh, 2012 uh, or something, Some, something, something like, like that. that. Um, yeah, a long time. Yeah. I was not 30 then. And um, just to see you reach out and like, you know, being able to like reach up or reach out and help other people up in mm. your line of work. I think that's super. Yeah. Um, Worth praising, and there are definitely going to be people in the industry who are not like that, and so you're, that stands out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's like a thing that I, I want to try and kind of sidetracking here, but something that I like to instill into mm. all of all of my guys is it's it's about giving back. Like mm. I, I've said mm. this before, I'll say it again. If you If you get into something, a business, for example, and you yeah. get in it to make money, and you're like, I just want this money so I can have money and so I can... Buy a Spend nice car right, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Uh-huh. It, it it means a whole lot less. You're probably not going to get anywhere near as far as if you're there for a good reason. You know, sure, I'm going to make money. I'm going to make a living, hmm. but I want to pour into people and stuff. So, like something that I do, and it's very counterproductive to the mission of a business. Because hmm. in an ideal world, in an ideal world for a business, you want to make the most profit margin. You want right. to do the quickest, most efficient way to do hmm. it. And by doing that, I should hire the most experienced like Hollywood guys to just get stuff done like this. Mm -hmm, But probably over half of our our team are people that were entry level or trying to learn and things like that Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I'm getting work, you know, work is getting done. They're learning. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
it's very counterproductive in the sense of a business, but personally, like pouring into people, that's just worth yeah. it for me. Yeah. Right. There's like a bigger picture there. Um, but yeah, kind of, where were we before we went down that rabbit hole? Uh, well, just, already, I'm going to bring us back. It's almost like embodying the nature of creativity <laughs> where you take what you were given and you remix it and you give it to someone else. Yeah, right, right. And so uh, just to, uh, so from that, um, we're all kind of on the same page there. Like yeah. we get where I'm coming mm-hmm. from. Okay. So next for audience, whoever that is, yeah. is if you think you're not a creative person, you're wrong mm. because you have a set of just by virtue of being in the space and in the time that you're in, you have a set of um, ideas of what I call mental materials or whatever experiences, people that you know, whatever it is, that is going to be completely unique to you. And so because of that, this is not some like, you know, new agey, like look inside yourself Mm -hmm. and you are unique. No, but you are unique because of just where you've been placed. Like um, to me, it's hard to talk about creativity without talking about theology. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And it, it just, it comes into it like almost immediately. So once you say that you're placed there in that space and that time is your place there by God for that, mm-hmm. for a specific reason, it's going to mm-hmm. be best for you and best for other people. If you lean into that, you know, mm-hmm. if you're not trying to be like, Oh, I like say, like I don't do a whole lot of creative stuff. Sure. Like, I, I think what I mostly do, like, at the heart of a lot of what I do, I guess, is I'm a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was, obviously, I, you know, I kept trying to string, like, Charlie, put me in the video, put me in the video, I want to do it. Um, or I'm always on stage, like, you and me are going to be mm-hmm. emceeing for an event, and I'm going to go nuts. Yeah, um, and I'm just going to facilitate <laughs> his going nuts. And I lead worship at our church, so I'm, like, mm-hmm. always on stage, and I love to do it at camp and stuff, too. Um, but... Um, <laughs> where was i uh so yeah i don't i don't make a whole lot of stuff exactly but uh i do um because of that it's easy for me that's where i was going it's easy for me to look at someone like dalton or eli or like swayze like we already mentioned mm-hmm. or even guys that i know like you and cole that are you know killing it uh in the business game mm-hmm. and i'm like man i want to be more like them mm-hmm. but that would be a huge injustice to both of us to for me to rob both of us of who God has made me, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, not that I'm better than anyone else, but I'm different from everyone else, mm-hmm. you know? And no one else is going to have the whole David Illich uh, spin on things that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think that's one of the, you know, speaking of everyone is creative, and I think that's true what you just said, because one of the best roles in creativity I think you can have is to hear someone else's, like, bigger idea mm-hmm. and help them yeah. flesh that out with your perspective. Mm. You know, I I think that's almost something I really learned from you because back when we were doing those goofy Christmas specials, like all the time you would be like, let's, what if we tried filming it this way? Mm. Or what if you like, you know, did this instead of that? And initially I'd be like, nah, I want to do it my way. But I'd be like, well, let's do it both. And almost every single time I was like, no, Dalton was right. Mm. Like this is the better way to do it. Yeah. So like that's a huge helpful role to be like the the support creative, yeah. if you will. Oh yeah, it's it, vital. Yeah. Like we we because of the American culture right now as it is is like so you know you do you like yeah. pushing for like an entrepreneurial spirit like you no one has to be your boss or anything like that. Get all you can get. Right, exactly. It's so me-centered that we forget the beauty of playing our part in a team. Mm. And that's something I have to do remind myself of too because I'm a leader a lot of times and 
whenever we're doing like videos or something unashamedly i want to be the guy with like the most lines yeah right yeah but that doesn't mean like i'm some big shot or it shouldn't mean i'm some big shot right mm. like i'm playing a part yeah like, i'm not more important than the people behind the cameras or mm. definitely not the writer of the script right yeah like i don't exist without them mm. um so uh yeah i mean you have your part to play, whatever that is, leader, supporter, whatever, that doesn't make you any less because yeah. your part isn't hmm. what you kind of envision. Yeah. Well, it's something I want to add on that. I mean, going on the on the theological side of it, I mean, it really embodies the the body of Christ, everybody mm. having yeah. their, their own jobs and, you know, all together coming together hmm. and forming that, that full body. Yeah. Um, and I think it's cool as well. I... Almost like what you're talking about, how about have different skills and those unique areas. Mm. I see that a lot with, with like my team, with the guys on my team. And I mean, every really successful and well put together creative team, mm. I feel like has stuff like this. Mm. See it a lot in church staffs and things like that. But mm. we there's a balance. So we have the guys on our team that are our visionaries or the guys that you their ideas and thoughts, they can't be boxed. Hmm. I think the two people, the two main people that like on on this team that that's how it is is hmm. me and Eli. So hmm. when me and Eli sit there, we get together, we start talking. The ideas and concepts we're talking about easily, easily get into the ten million dollar range. <laughs> and all this, so it wouldn't it be great one day if we did this, this, and this, and we bought this building and you know did this whole Man. business plan, and then. Then you have the people that are that balance that out. So, yeah. for example, Charlie balances me out on the whole realistic side. I'll be like, "Oh, we should do this, this, and this," and he's like, "Okay, yes, but first, we let's do, do this. let's do yeah. this." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, and so you That's have huge. to you have that balance. Yeah. And so a thing for me, my I can't sit down and just truck through a project. I cannot mm. sit down at a desk for mm. eight hours straight. Start to finish on one. I project. bet you can. <laughs> <laughs> I can go ten minutes on this one. And I can swap to this one. Uh-huh. And I can make five phone calls and then watch a YouTube right. video and come. And back he can't to sit it. still during a single one of the phone calls. I can't. You're absolutely <laughs> right. But I have guys on my team hmm. who they can sit there for twelve hours straight and knock yeah. something out. Uh-huh. And we need those people to exist and move forward. But at the same time, there are guys on on my team who can't can't do a business call. They can't really mm. present something in a meeting or things like that. Right. And so we each have our own areas where we specialize in, mm-hmm. um, which I think it's just beautiful to see that in each person's creative lane, yeah. working together to form something bigger. It's just amazing. Right, yeah. I think that's huge, dude. Yeah. Like teams, uh, or teams, bands, businesses, That like that's, that's the picture right there mm-hmm. is to work together like that. Um, and if that's not convincing enough for, for you guys, oh or, man, or for you, there's uh, more. <laughs> people are creative. Just it's part of our nature. Um, down to like, I'd I'd get real metaphysical about it, but like down to our atoms, um, it's just part of who we are. Because um, so we've been in church. These guys have been in church. Oh, they're disappeared. Most of, not all of our viewership. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Well, um, so Bible opens up right in the beginning. Yeah. Right? What's the first thing God does? Create. He creates, yeah. right? He creates. Mm-hmm. And then we find out before that chapter's over that we're created in the image of the creative God, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, 
creativity is just part of our flesh and blood. And like, that doesn't matter if like, maybe you're a good cook, right? Yeah. And then you put some kind of, I don't know, spice on your grilled mm. cheese sandwich or whatever. And hey, somebody's like, that sounds great. Oh, this is amazing. I've <laughs> never had anything like that. That's creativity, right? Yeah. And that's awesome too. And I want a grilled cheese, but like people don't, they discount that. They're so, we're so down on ourselves. Well, well, and going back as well to what you said earlier about what creativity is, you know, one of the most exciting things for me to think about as a believer is thinking about, like, I like to do an exercise. It's like, okay, Batman is like Zorro and Zorro is like this. And if you go back, yeah, okay, the only being that can be truly, like, form something out of nothing sure. to pull direct words in the Bible is God. Yeah. Which I think is, like, so cool and exciting yeah, to think about. Yeah, that is dope. Like, yeah. Well, it's, it's just creating things. It's just such a... It's, it honestly just feels like a superpower. Like, oh, yeah. It, it feels it, it like feels illegal. It's like, <laughs> this is crazy. And so, like, yeah. that's something for me that is a huge thing that really changed my outlook on the whole business thing and even kind of changed my outlook on, the, on like, faith and, like, my walk with mm. God. But is that, I, you know, I wake up in the morning, and even when I had a day job, I felt this way. Yeah. I woke up, and I was like, I get to go make something today. Yeah. And that's just the wildest thing that, like, I don't know. If I, I try and think through a world that doesn't have creativity. Oh, man. And it just... Everything's black and white. Yeah. Like... I don't think it could even function. Yeah. Like, we yeah. run into a problem. Like, how do we solve it? Yeah. There's no there's no buildings. There's yeah. no houses. There's, yeah, right. Yeah. We're all still, like, butt naked walking around the garden yeah. or outside the garden. We, yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> we don't get to be in the garden, yeah, man. We're just <laughs> butt naked walking around the outside. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Well, so that actually, that reminds me of another thing that we were talking about is um, you said um, there wouldn't be any houses or anything, right? Mm-hmm. If we weren't creative, like we, we weren't taking the materials of nature, they would, that's all there would be, right? It would be mm-hmm. nature and then a bunch of dead us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so uh, I like to think of, there's, there's a hilarious uh, scene in, um, I think this is the end, and, and yeah. with um, James Franco, God rest his canceled soul. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen, right? Yeah. And James Franco's playing some, rich like out of touch character which he does a lot and he yeah. does really funny but he's yeah. but someone's like man i don't really like art and he goes oh you don't like art like what you don't like subway sandwiches you don't like yourself you don't like your parents and he's like whoa he's like yeah someone at subway made that sandwich your parents made you you don't like art think about what you're talking about or whatever and so it's so funny but i was like that's pretty cool though like yeah. <laughs> in my head like i was just like wait a second so funny we we're talking about aristotle earlier is that um, the word he uses for, like, art, right? Uh, where it, it, do you know what it comes from? No. Artificial. Okay. So it's basically anything that is... Um, so you have, nat- you have nature, mm-hmm. and you have artificial. Mm-hmm. So, like, nature is trees and grass and, ob- you know, obviously, all this stuff. And so artificial, stuff like tables, phones, microphones, clothing, stuff yeah. that has been artificed, you could, you could say, is a way of saying it, um, mm-hmm. made by an artist... Yeah, you know, and every science he he actually calls an art because it produces something like um, medicine produces health. Yeah, uh, math produces everything. <laughs> um, when, you know, so resentful of that fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, a, a a cobbler makes shoes. I think I don't know. It's shoes or a barrel. Somebody fact check that. Sure, cobbler makes cobs. Yeah, cobs. I think you're yeah. right. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean. 
so on top of that, not only are we creative, we're you know you make anything you're an artist even a subway even a subway worker which can i say i I took an art class in college and i i hated that fact so much (laughs) because then you get people who are like oh my art is like a performing art where i stand and yell at people it's like (laughs) and you go well what does that mean whatever you want it to mean and like that frustrates Uh, me so much yes but at the same time like it's true you can't really draw the line of like what is art and what is it that's why i hate hate questions of like are video games actually art oh yeah it's like of course they are yeah to me yes work and thought goes into every single one of those like frames like of course they are absolutely well it's just i don't know creativity like like boiling back to that you know it can be a problem solving thing it's just wild to think of a world without it and mm, yeah just the fact that that's like i don't know i think it's dope that god gave us that as a as a means of worshiping him mm. and it doesn't have to specifically working in the whole christian music area mm. it's very heavy on the if you're not screaming jesus every verse of your song you're not glorifying god with this mm-hmm. or whatever but like i don't know i i look at these giant churches these yeah. giant beautiful church buildings mm-hmm. and if there's no church that ever meets there all that is is a building right that's not technically the building itself doesn't glorify god right. but i mean it's you're using it to glorify God, and just the fact that you can even do that mm. in general, where do you get that creativity from? It all boils back to him. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, say I'm, say I'm like a rapper, and I want to make a song, and I just make this incredible song. Yeah. The fact that I have the ability to make this song yeah, yeah, yeah. traces back to, to God and the fact that he gave me that. 100%. This is a thing that I've said it before, and people always get mad at me for it. Yeah. Whether it's... Christian art or not, which is another argument for another day. Oh, man, yeah. Which, anyway, whether it's, you know, a Christian song or not a Christian song, mm. it's creativity through music and things like that is is a gift from God. Yeah, you know? right. Wild one, you look at a Kendrick Lamar album. Mm. I, I see that, mm-hmm. and a lot of people see, you know, an album where it's talking about sex and drugs and violence and things like that i look at it and still see you know the fact that he can create an album like this Mm -hmm. the fact that he can you know see how the instruments are going to sound get the mix right the fact that he can even express himself and what he's been through in his life yeah in a creative way that people will consume that's boils back to a creative ability Mm -hmm. that was given to him because he's made in the image of god whether he's specifically using that to promote the name of Christ or not, right, right. it still boils back to that. And a lot of people have issues with that. because mm. I, I get it. I'm not saying that him talking about sex and drugs and all this stuff yeah. is him glorifying God. Right, right. That's not ev- and that's where everybody goes to with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, when I see stuff like that, that's what I, I, it leads back to. And I just think that's incredible. That, I mean, just creativity as a whole is a deliberate gift from God... Whether it's super polished off right. and clean or no matter what it is. Yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the way he arranges stuff, like Kendrick mm. specifically. Um I mean he he yeah, he's an artist, like as mm. far as just pure rap goes. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. incredible. Like there's not a whole lot of people on his level. 
Am I going to play it on a Sunday morning? Probably not. <laughs> no, no, for sure. <laughs> no, but he's definitely gifted. Yeah, and that comes from God. Interestingly, though, like he, you know, he's he's pretty vocal about his beliefs, which is, I think is interesting. But you know, people like to to write him for like all his stuff and right or wrong, you know, like he, I don't think it's his subject matter or the way he presents it necessarily is glorifying God either. Yeah. But how many people? besides on Sunday morning, are even talking about what God means to them. Mm-hmm. You know? how, how are they advancing the cause of the gospel like less than Kendrick? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, you know, it, it goes far more into how you use your creativity and whatnot to whether or not it's glorifying God. I think you can put Jesus in your message and it's still not necessarily glorifying the God. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. What is the message of what you're uh-huh. saying? Well, that, you know, and- something like... like you know, Lord of the Rings, you yeah. know, complete and total fantasy, like has so much Christian theology and stuff yeah. thrown into there. You know, C.S. Lewis did that with, with Narnia, obviously. Oh. And I think those things, you know, tend to teach me a lot of things about God, whether oh, yeah. they yeah. meant to or not. For well, sure. I think it's all and about the messaging you're presenting. That That's a wild thing too. Something that this whole new age of Christian music is people saying that they're doing all this stuff to proclaim God's name and stuff. And this is a whole thing I'm going to get into in another episode. But all it is nowadays is they're just trying to make a Christian version of secular art Mm. or something like that. And so like a lot of this Christian music now, specifically Christian rap, is a lot of these, you know, 16-year-old kids, and they're talking about how like, I'm going I'm to run up and shoot a demon. And I'm like, okay, look, you're just making, <laughs> you're literally, all you did was make an NLE Chapa song and you replaced some words. Oh my God. And I'm like, you're, you're still kind of missing the mark there. Yeah. Like you were saying, you can make something like that, that, that still doesn't glorify God super directly mm. while it having Christians splashed all mm. over it. In fact, a wild thing that I, I, I've said this before and a lot of people disagree with me, but I think you would kind of agree with me on this one, mm. due to your your whole Batman thing a few a few years back. Your uh, Batman thing. I see that. I see my more, Batman thing was only a few years back. Are you <laughs> I sure? Say, it's I not think, a, I'm pretty sure he's still yeah, doing the Batman thing. No, <laughs> sorry. Never ending your, obsession. Your um, I think it was your final project for your yeah, your right. school thing that you did a while right. back. Um, and it was talking about how you saw a more clear gospel presentation or representation of the gospel through yeah like what was it, it was nolan's batman yeah, it was film. The oh yes i love this argument a lot of christian movies and so i would argue the same thing okay uh-huh. i see a more there's been a i don't have song names right off the top of my head mm. but i've seen more clear representation of a gospel message and story through like J. Cole's music mm. than I have through half the Christian rap that I've seen in the sure. last right. few years. Yeah. Well, and you know, in that argument, I said um, it, it it is written in the Bible that um, the the truth of God is written on the hearts of all men. So I think all people, to some subconscious level, whether they fully know it or embrace it or not, are capable of recognizing like the gospel, like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't know if Christopher Nolan set out to write yeah. a story about Batman, a man who takes on the sins of someone else for the sake of his community. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he meant that as a Jesus allegory or not, Yeah, but it comes through regardless because there's some piece of Christopher Nolan that recognizes that. Yeah. Which yeah. I just think that's, that's so wild. And it's, I think it's a, a lot of how it's perceived as mm-hmm. well. 
in the mindset you go into it with. So with a lot of a lot of like Christian music, you your mind receives it differently, Christian or not, because it has this label on it. And you go into it thinking, okay, somebody's trying to preach to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas you look at a J. Cole song or something like that, it's just a dude trying to tell a story. Yeah. And so you're receptive in listening to whatever he says without kind of a, a filter on your mm-hmm. brain before you go into it. Yeah. Um, and I think that can be the same thing in things like that. You're not going into it expecting a certain thing. You're hit with just whatever's there because you, you're giving it your attention without any sort of prefix on it. Yeah. Um, which I think is an incredible... I mean, two things. A, it's an incredible way to show that creativity, regardless of what it is, can reflect you know, the gospel and mm-hmm, the Lord, yeah. but also how we as Christians can do a better job of conveying that ourselves yeah. as well. Yeah. I, uh, Tim Keller, he talks a lot about theology and work, mm-hmm. and he says that like, if you're a Christian pilot, a Christian who also flies a plane, you know, mm-hmm. what is your first like, responsibility to God during a flight? He says, you should probably land the plane, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Right? And so f- I would say with like an artist, you know, if you're telling a story, yeah. you know, don't hijack story t- to put Jesus in there. Tell a good story, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then the principles right there. I think yeah. that, um, so like there's a, um, there's, well, I'm going to think of a good example. Oh, I got one. Is that, um, so from the anime, My Hero Academia, Dalton, get ready. Um, it has begun. <laughs> yes. Um, I, so the main character is like a little nerdy boy, which is something I can totally relate to, probably yeah. all of us. Yeah. And he... Um, well, I'm not little, but yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, he, uh, uh, he lives in a world where people are getting powers, like naturally. Like they're just mm. the kind of X-Men type thing where they're right. like just growing powers. Mm. And um, he wants to be just like his favorite superhero, who's the best superhero of all time, right? Yeah. And then when it comes time for him to like say they get their powers by like eight or whatever, he's like, Oh, I don't have one. Yeah. And so like the next scene you see is him like crushed and his mom like crying over him, like saying, I'm sorry, son, that you can't be a hero. And so he's getting ready to join the hero academia. He's going to high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he has a chance encounter um, with this, the superhero he's looked up to his whole life. Right. And he goes, uh, he sees him save another kid and then he grabs onto him just like out of like, I'm not going to let you get away before mm. like, I, I get my answer or whatever. Mm. Um, and so when the guy like touches down, he's like, oh, thank God I'm finally clear, right, of the, you know, I can. And then um, he realizes the kid's still attached to him. He's like, what are you still doing here? Oh, my gosh. And the kid's like, can I still be a hero? Like, mm. he's like, what? Like, I don't have any powers. Can I be a hero too? And he's like, kid, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's going to work, right? Mm. And so, um, the, you know, of course, he's, he's de- dejected, um, and he goes off. But he finds out that when he grabbed onto the hero that he was a big fan of, he let the villain that he had captured get away, and it attacks another one of his friends. And so there's a, a beautiful moment in it where he, his friend is getting attacked by the villain that just got away. And uh, there's a bunch of heroes that are like, oh, I can't do this. Like, this guy's a bad matchup for me, and that the, like we need someone here because this villain's power or this superhero's power is to be a giant and this guy's in a small space so it's not going to work right and then um the hero who uh is the guy right he's like the superman the superman yeah he he literally is he uh he's like clutching he's like because he's like out of juice he's like i can't do anything about it like this is nuts 
And then out of nowhere, the kid who had grabbed on asked if he could be a hero, he just runs out without thinking. And he's like trying to grab at his friend to like save his life. Mm. And he doesn't have any power. So he's dead in that moment. And so the super, super guy, like, he like supers back up. Mm. He's like, I've got this. Don't worry. And so like he like one punches the villain, saves everybody, right? Mm. And then they go on their way. And the kid apologizes. He's like, sorry, I, I ruined your like mission, right? Whatever. And so like the next day, he's like just walking off to school, like with like, I think a burned notebook. Mm. Like, which is like representative of all his hero ideas, right? And he's like, oh, I guess, you know, I gotta give it up or whatever. And so he's just kind of walking off. He's like, I, maybe I can join the police or whatever. Mm. When the hero comes around the corner, and he's like, hey, you can be a hero. <laughs> and then because, like, he, because of like some weird mechanics or whatever, he actually gives his power to the kid. And so he uh, has the power of the super, super guy. Cool. It's very cool. Yeah. But in that, but to me, that's almost how I feel like uh, Jesus talks to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to be like people that have um, made an influence on my life, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, can I? And Jesus is like, yeah, sure you can, with my power, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And they, mm-hmm. they, I'm sure they do not care at all about Christianity. <laughs> but, but, like, it taught you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, I, think I, totally art, I think art has that power yeah. where it's like, we see, we see Gandalf, in Helm's Deep, right? He says, look to the east on the third day. Yeah. Super obvious Jesus thing, right? Yeah. And then Helm's Deep, they're getting ready to make a suicide run. And then Aragorn remembers. And he's like, look to the east. Yeah. And you see the sun rising and he's Gandalf the White. And he's back. And everyone's Love like, it. yes! Ah! But they don't know why they're so excited. Like, yeah. Yeah. he came back from the dead to like save them. Right. And then we have the opportunity to be like, Here's why that's exciting. Yeah. Because that's Everyone true. Everyone knows. Because that's true. That's yeah. for you and me, right? Mm. In the real world. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. Man. And that, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier when I was saying uh, you can see just obvious reflections back. Some are very obvious. Mm. And you see, oh, this entire story reflects this, whether they meant mm. it or not. Mm. Or you can even, even just, you know, at the littlest bit, dig back to say, you know what? The fact that this person had the idea to put this here and this here. It's because God gave them the ability to do that, right. which is super, super dope. Um, that that's yeah. just a thing that that we have. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Um, and I, I also think it's it's dope that it's more of like a a human. It's a human thing. It's not a thing that's exclusive to Christians. Mm. It's not a oh, yeah. if you're if you're a part of this this club. You get this extra, extra little thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that almost, in a way, can lead you to that. Sure, right, yeah. Uh, which Common is grace, which is just so sick. Because yeah. uh, I feel like that's a thing that a lot of Christianity and all kinds of religions they have. Every religion has their thing. That it's like, oh well, if you're a part of this, you get this. Mm. But this, it's not that. It's you just from the beginning, you yeah. know, which is wild. Uh, I mean, because if there's no creativity, we've got no houses, none of that. But and so, like, obviously, you have solutions to problems, but at the same time, it it can all just circle back, and it's just wild that that like one thing is such a a big part of life and history and existence, and so many people don't even think about it like that. Mm. The amount of people that you talk, to, I'm not creative, right? They think you're only creative if you. Film, you know, film, take pictures, do music, do music, yeah, right? Whatever, mm-hmm. and that's just 
so dope to me that that's just a thing yeah. that we have. Anyone. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Um, I've had a thousand of those moments, by the way. Like, yeah. there's no limit to oh, for sure. how that can affect you. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm sure, I'm sure kind of, kind of tying up here. I feel like we'll definitely have you back because there's a, there's a whole rabbit hole of things we can talk about here. Heck yeah. Um, and, but yeah, you know, just for the sake of this episode not being two hours long, let's sure. go ahead and wrap this one up and we'll, you know, we'll have you back at a, at a later time, but this has been a really great conversation. Yes. Um, thank you for coming, David. Yeah. Thank you for being here and, you know, yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. next, next time a podcast drops, um, Charlie's going to be doing a breakdown of, uh, Finding the gospel message in Walter White's whole message. Yeah, I can talk about. <laughs> I just, I'll it? find a way. I was joking, but I'll anyway. find a way, Dalton. Uh, it's in there somewhere. Th- thank you all for watching. If you've gotten to this point, God bless you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for watching and listening to Nerds with the Creative Podcast, the only podcast less consistent than Dalton's gym schedule. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for having me. Why is that true?